Amen. Jesus is reliable. We, we started the series um, eight weeks ago, and uh, we are in part eight of the series today. We, and the, the series is just focused on Jesus. Jesus is dash. And we have been filling that dash up. We started by looking at Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one. Then after that, we looked at Jesus is Alpha and Omega. And after that, we looked at Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Then the fourth week, we looked at Jesus is the light. Then we had um, a break, an interlude um, on the Thanksgiving service of August. And the week after that, in part five, we looked at Jesus is enough. Everybody say Jesus is enough. Preached by a very anointed woman. You remember that teaching? Okay, Jesus is enough. Then that, that is the fifth week, right? The sixth week, we, 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 we preached Jesus is full of grace and truth. Jesus is full of grace and truth. And last week, part seven, we looked at Jesus is near. And today, by the grace of God, we are looking at Jesus is reliable. Say to your neighbor, Jesus is reliable. Jesus is reliable. Reliability is something that we crave in, in our relationships. If, 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 if you are in any kind of relationship with anyone, you, you subconsciously crave for the person to be at least reliable. Imagine having, a, having colleagues that are not reliable. Imagine you're on the same project and you know that these guys are just not reliable. Or you run a business and, and the people that you kind of are employing, some of them are just not reliable. How does that make you feel? Now let's, let's just bring that home a little bit. Imagine you have siblings that are just not reliable. They are everything but reliable. It's like a broken tooth. Now, imagine if you have a spouse that is just not reliable. The pain can be unbearable. Why? Because reliability we require even of things we own. We want to be dependable. Or we want to be dependent or we want things we own to be dependable. You own, let's say, a car. You want, when you wake up in the morning, you start your car, at least it should. It should start. You expect some level of reliability from your car. You guys know, you know the Rolls Royce, right? In my opinion, I think it's one of the most reliable cars ever made. They started production in 1906. 65% of Rolls Royce ever produced are still motorable today. Reliable. Reliable. You, you, you come into um, um, a church like this, at least you want your chair to be reliable. How many people say, I don't trust this chair? I'm going to test it if it's going to sit. Do you do that? You don't. Why don't you do that? 
This is God's favorite house. <laughs> Everything is sorted out. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> you take it for granted. Because you come to expect reliability even in things you own, in the relationships we, we have, in, the, in, in our children, we expect them to be reliable. We expect for them, even though in this part of the world, you know, we, reliable power is a prayer point. But we are still expecting power to be reliable. We expect water to be reliable. And to be re- reliable just simply means to be faithful. It means to be consistently good in quality or performance. Able to be trusted. So please ask your neighbor, are you reliable? Are you reliable? Faithful means to be utterly trustworthy. Utterly trustworthy and totally reliable. And if there's someone that is utterly trustworthy and totally reliable, his name is Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Even a Rolls Royce car will eventually break down. In fact, they have this thing they say. They say that the Rolls Royce car does not break down. It just refuses to proceed. (laughs) And then they are deceiving themselves. (laughs) Jesus is reliable. He's the only friend you can have that is consistently behind you and will never fail you. Jesus. My grandmother used to sing a song. You know, she was literate. So she, she couldn't speak English. So all her songs are in her native language. She used to say, Ore bi Jesu kosi la ye yi Jesu ni kon lore o tita Ore ha ye yi le kosi Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, that song just says, there's no friend like Jesus. He's the most reliable. Most reliable. And, and you see, we, we tend to doubt Jesus' reliability for a couple of reasons. Number one, we tend to, to doubt his reliability because of our timing. We, we tend to doubt the reliability of Jesus because of our own timing. In, 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 because of our timing. Number one, yeah, I don't know if you are sleeping. Because of our timing, 
In, in John 11, 21, John 11, 21, there's this story that we read. Jesus received a message from Martha and Mary that the one you love is sick. Remember that story? We, we talk, I mean, it's kind of coming out in every part of this series. And, and Jesus stayed behind. Even though he loved Lazarus, Jesus was not operating in the timing of Mary and Martha. Maybe Jesus eventually shows up. Lazarus had died. He's been buried for four days. And hear what Mary, Martha said and hear what Mary said. They said exactly the same thing, even though they didn't consult each other. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here on time. My brother would not have died. When Mary eventually arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said the same thing in essence. Lord, if only you have been here on time. My brother would not have died. So they, 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 they doubted Jesus' reliability. You know, you, what they were saying, they were very nice to Jesus. They were kind. What they were saying, in other words, is that Jesus, if you were more reliable, they were saying, Jesus, if you had not used Nigerian time, quote unquote, sorry, Jesus, my brother will still be alive. So when our timing does not sync with God's timing, we doubt his reliability. And, and you see, the problem they had was that they knew the Jesus that is able to prevent a disaster. They didn't know the Jesus that is able to reverse a disaster. Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus is not only able to prevent a disaster, Jesus is also able to reverse a disaster. Hallelujah. He's also able to reverse. So when we are waiting on Jesus and, and we, we say, reliable, reliable God, biological clock, reliable, reliable God. Ah, TikTok. Unchangeable. And, you know, because his time doesn't seem to sync with our time, we doubt if he's reliable. But if you understood that what you are scared of, <laughs> Jesus, when he comes, he's able to, let's say you, you are 50, he's able to make you 30 again. Who can question him? He's like, listen, listen to me. We, we fret because we think that after a certain time, some things will become impossible. Martha and Mary were afraid because they, 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 Jesus come before he dies. Jesus says, if he dies, he come. Come, please, come before he dies. Come before he dies. Come before he dies. And Jesus like, And he died. And they said to Jesus, if only you were here. And Jesus said, now I am here. And said, yeah, we know you are here. Jesus said, don't you understand? Your brother will live again. 
say, yeah, we know you will live. At the end of the day, in the resurrection of the dead, Jesus said to them, don't you understand? I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection. I am the one that will raise him up then. And I'm here to raise him up now. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, Jesus is not and cannot be a prisoner of our timing. Jesus is not and cannot be a prisoner of our timing. You have to understand that Jesus is reliable. What he has said he will do, he will do. If he needs to raise the dead, the dead will rise. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. So, 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 so the first thing that makes us doubt the reliability of Jesus is our timing. Our timing. We figure that by now I should have done this. By now I should have done that. By now I should have done this. By now I should have done that. By now. And Jesus did love Lazarus less. But Jesus said, This is to the glory of God. What you are going through, that you think time is past, I'm here to tell you, as he has said to me, that it is to the glory of God. At the end of the day, everybody will rejoice with you. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. So, the second thing that makes us doubt the reliability of Jesus is obviously not just our timing, but our troubles. The troubles themselves. The troubles. Some things happen and you're like, ah, what kind of life is this? Some things happen and you're like, Am I not better off dead? You know, I, and I didn't discuss with Erujaja, the man that made the altar call. Something's happened. And you're like, ah, even a dead dog is better than me. The devil is a liar. <laughs> no, 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 no. A dead dog cannot even be near you in any way. God is saying, in spite of your trouble, Jesus is reliable. Job, you know the story of Job. He had a wife. And they had their good times together. They were traveling first class. They had everything. Then all of a sudden, the God was boasting about Job. I'm tempted to say, may God not boast about you, but it's also a good prayer. May God boast about you, but you know, when God boasts about you, it's trouble that is coming. I'm sorry. And God said to, to the devil, have you considered my servant Job? And the devil says, ah, does Job fear God for nothing? Ah, God said, my own boy, my boy. Job, Satan said, try him. And you see if you've not cost it to your face. God said, my own Job, Joby. <laughs> <laughs> the devil said, yeah, no. And God says, okay, no problem. Attack him. And in one day, Job saw hell. Lost everything, lost his children, everything. Da, 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 da. And Satan came. And God says, have you seen? Has he denied me? Satan said, hey, has he denied you? God said, I told you. I trust him. Satan said, skin for skin. You've let me touch everything he had, but you've protected his health. Let me touch it. Then you see, God says, 
Even the Job said, let me, Satan said, let me touch it. You know, it just shows. Satan cannot touch you if God does not permit. He cannot. God may not be the one afflicting you, but if he allowed it, he allowed it, and he's going to take the glory out of it. Praise the name of the Lord. So, Satan afflicted Job's body. The Bible says Job took pottery and he was scraping the wound of his body. His wife looked at him in Job 2.9 and his wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity with this, your God? Curse God and die. In other words, you are useless to society. You are useless to me, Job. You can't even perform. Cause God and die. You know why? So I can marry somebody else, Jerry. So I can move on with my life. May you not marry anyone like that. <laughs> it's only men that say, okay, it's only men actually <laughs> that need that prayer. If you have married a woman like that, God will convert her. Amen. She'll be born again. <laughs> so our troubles make us Doubt the reliability of Jesus. Now the third thing we are going to look at, the other things we are going to stop in three. I mean, before we go on to the other things we want to talk about, is, is the, the third thing that makes us doubt the reliability of Jesus is our logic. The first is our what? Timing. Second is our trouble. Third is our logic. Our logic. Our logic. Please write down John 20, 24. To 30. John 20, 24 to 30. John 20, 24 to 30. Read at home. But this is the story of Thomas. Thomas wasn't there when Jesus came, the resurrected Christ, and showed himself to the disciples. Now, the, he came and Jesus had gone. I pick from verse 5, 25. It says, and they told him, they told Thomas, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it until I see the nail wounds in his hands and put my finger into them and the place my and place my hand in the wounds on his side. Thomas is saying, "Don't tell me crap. Jesus has what resurrected. If I don't see, I don't believe. It doesn't make sense." You see, many of us, we are in a place where all we can just say, this doesn't make sense. God expects you to make a move, to make, make an obedient move. And you are, this doesn't make sense. And without, there was someone like that. It, 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 was, a, it was a famine in Israel. A famine in Israel. No food. People were so hungry, they were eating their own children. Now, pause for a minute. We can go very fast. On that story, just pause. Imagine, imagine your child. Can you ever imagine yourself eating your child? I hope not. I hope not. Now, God forbid, that was where they were. Then the man of God came, long story short, and said, Thus says the Lord. By this time tomorrow, there will be surplus. Second Kings 7, verse 2. The Bible says, 
and the officer assisting the king, maybe he's the economic advisor, he said to the man of God, Abba, that couldn't happen. Even if the Lord opens the window of heaven, that doesn't make sense. Even if the Lord opens the window of heaven, but Elijah replied, you will see it happen with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat any of it. Now, that's the danger of putting logic in the face of God. When you put logic in the face of God, you are, you are putting yourself in the place where you will actually see it happen. But you may not benefit from it. But I'm praying that you will see it. Say amen. amen. And you will benefit from it amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. If God were to open the windows of heaven, he said. Think about it logically, man of God. Man of God. Don't come and bubble us here. Because the, the king says he wants to kill you. Think about it. And there are things I've said, even from the beginning of this service. When I said, God can reverse you from a 50-year-old to a 30-year-old. At some point I said, ah, pastor. Ah, ah. I know you want to encourage us. <laughs> Don't put your logic in the way of the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't put your logic in the way. It doesn't make sense. That's why it's God. Praise the name of the Lord. So, and we are saying that Jesus is reliable and the material a substance in, is made up of determines its strength and reliability. The material a substance is made up of determines its strength and reliability. We talked about you want to have a reliable um, chair to sit on. You know, you, the chair is as strong as the material is made up of. When you bring something that passes its strength, it will collapse. The house is the same thing. The car is the same thing. Everything that is reliable cannot go beyond their content. Humans, the same. The word of God says in John 2, 24 and 25, that Jesus did not commit himself to men because he knew what they were made up of. Ha! He knew that men can say, Hosanna to the son of God today, and they can say, crucify him tomorrow. The problem with a lot of us, we don't know men. Praise the Lord. Now we are saying Jesus is reliable. So the question is, what is Jesus made up of that, that makes him so reliable? I'll tell you. In John 1, verse 1, the word of God says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And there was nothing that was made that was not made by him. Fast forward down to verse 14. It says, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The word became what word? 
the word of God became flesh. What material is Jesus made up of? The word of God. Everything that cannot break the word of God cannot break Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. And everything that, you see, the word of God is so, so, so powerful. I mean, if God wanted to create heaven and what did he do? He spoke his word. God wanted to hold the whole world together. The Bible says he holds the whole world together by the word of his power. In other words, if Jesus lets go, everything will disintegrate. And that is what we are saying. Anchor your life on. Anchor your life on Christ, on the word, on the living word of God. Anchor your life. And it can be relied upon. Jesus is reliable. You can rely on Jesus for a lot of things. For everything, really. For just illustrate, um, enumerate a few. Number one, you can rely on Jesus to make a way out of temptation, regardless of the temptation. Is it a temptation of sin, or a temptation of waiting on a promise, or a temptation of pressure, whatever the temptation, you can rely on Jesus to make a way. First Corinthians 10, 13, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted more than you can Stand when you are tempted. Everybody say, when you are tempted. Not if you are tempted. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. You can rely on him. Number two, to strengthen and protect you. Some of us, you know, if, if you look at the attacks alone or the threats of the enemy or the, well... The enemy uses people, people that don't like you. Some of us should be buried by now, but we are here standing because Jesus is protecting us. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. He's reliable. You can rely on him to, pro- to strengthen and protect you. Second Thessalonians 3, 3. Second Thessalonians 3, 3. The word of God says, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and he will guard you from the evil one. So why are you afraid to go to the village? Go. The Lord will strengthen you. And he will what? Guard you, protect you from the evil one. Number three, you can rely on him, of Jesus, to make you holy. You can rely on him to make you holy. You can rely on Christ to make you holy. First Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24. The word of God says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Verse 24. God will make this happen for he who calls you is reliable. How do I know I can live holy? He that calls me is what? Reliable. How do I know you can live a holy life? He that has called you is what? Reliable. 
Number four, you can rely on God, on Jesus to, number one, make a way out of temptation. Number two, strengthen and protect you. Number three, make you holy. Number four, you can rely on Jesus to keep his promise. You can rely on him to keep his promise. Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23. The word of God says in Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let's hold firm. Let's hold firm. Why should we hold firm? Why should you hold firm? Why should I hold firm? In spite of the trouble, in spite of my timing, in spite of my troubles, in spite of my logic, why should I hold firm? <coughs> because, put up that scripture again, please. Because God is, God can be trusted to keep his promise. Hallelujah. Why should you hold firm? Because God can be trusted. Ah, isn't that, you know, just satisfying? God can be trusted. I can trust God. Say, I can trust God to keep his promise. He can, we can rely on Jesus to keep his promise. Hebrews 11, 11, Hebrews 11, 11, the word of God says in Hebrews 11, 11, says it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child though she was barren and was too old. She believed. Everybody say she believed. She believed that God would keep his promise. <laughs> you have to believe that God will keep his promise. Praise the name of the Lord. If, if, if Sarah hadn't believed, you have to believe. Oh, but pastor, my timing. But pastor, my troubles. But pastor, my logic. Why should I still believe? You should believe because God can be trusted to keep his promise. Praise the name of the Lord. God can be trusted. That, that is so fantastic. You see, I can tell you stories and stories and stories and stories in my personal life. Stories and stories and stories. <laughs> so many stories. The summary of it all, I can say to you, that God can be trusted. If you, if, you, if you don't go with anything from this service, if you have to go with one thing, that is, God can be trusted. <laughs> Hallelujah. God can be trusted. Why did Lot's wife become a pillar of salt? He, he followed God. He followed God. He followed God. He followed God. After a while, this guy, can, can we really trust him? And she, the Bible does not say she turned back. She was still following. She was still in church. She was still coming for prayer meetings. She was still, but her focus, she looked 
He said to your neighbor, God can be trusted. Now, look into their eyeballs. Don't look at their nose this time. And say to them, I am saying to you, my sister, or my brother, that God can be trusted. God can be trusted. Jesus said to them in John 11, back to that story as we close. Jesus said to them in John 11 verse 3, he says, so when the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend, the one you love, is very sick. The Bible says, but when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. Wow. (laughs) Wow. You know, imagine sending an email to Jesus. Lazarus, the one you love is sick. And Jesus replies your mail. Because the Bible says they sent a message to Jesus. The Bible didn't tell us how. Maybe they sent it by Twitter. The Bible didn't tell us. Maybe they sent it by SMS. The Bible didn't tell us. Right? The Bible didn't tell us. Maybe it was email. The Bible didn't tell us. Maybe it was a text message. But the Bible says they sent a message to Jesus. He got it. And he acknowledged. And he says, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. And, 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 and Mary and Martha got the, the email and they saved it. Then Jesus didn't show up. Then Lazarus died and they looked at the email. And they looked at Lazarus. And they buried him. And they looked at the email. What were they thinking when they looked at the email? Many of us will look at the word of God and look at the situations and we're like, really? Then Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up, smiling. Hey guys, how are you doing? <laughs> Amata said, he's dead. He's dead. And that explains why she said, if you had been here earlier. Because as far as she was concerned, death. Jesus said it won't end in death and the guy is dead. But Jesus, if if, if I were to help him articulate his expression, Jesus could have said, all I said was it won't end in death. I didn't say it won't go through death. (laughs) I did not say it will not go through death. I said, but at the end of the day, Lazarus will be alive. President of the Lord. And, and you are going through stuff right now. And you are like, but Jesus, you said it will not end in death. But we are interpreting it will not lead to death. But Jesus is saying, I didn't say it will not pass through death. For some of us, the fact that what you are going through is passing through death and you are with Christ is proof that it will resurrect. It will resurrect. Because Jesus said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. Some of us need to go back to Lazarus when we get home. Maybe it's a business, maybe it's it's your finances, maybe your health, 
I said, Lazarus, you are not going to end in, in death. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. You are here. You are like, Pastor, that is me. That's me right there. I've allowed my, my, my timing to make me move away from Jesus. I've allowed my timing to be the problem. Also, so you may be saying, oh, I have allowed my troubles to separate me from God, from Jesus. Or you may be there, you may be saying, oh, I've allowed my logic. Everything must be logical. Everything. Now I, I, I see my wrong. Pastor, pray with me. I want to pray with you. You don't need to come forward. I'll pray with you wherever you are seated. If you're in your overflow, just stay where you're seated. But I want you to, to, I want to know you are there. They say, Pastor, that is me. Pray with me. I want to pray with you now. Put up your hands over your head now. Quickly, God bless you. But put up your hand, put up your hand. Well. God bless you. Right there, right there. God bless you. God bless you. Put it up well. I'm going to put a card in your hand. God bless you. Right there in front. Right there. God bless you. Right. My sister at the back. God bless you. Right there. God bless you. Right there. God bless you. I can see your hand at that corner. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Final right in front of you. Yeah. God bless you. Right here. God bless you. That is me. Jesus come into my life. That is me. God bless you. At the overflow, put up that hand and they will give you a card. Now I want to put my faith in Jesus. I want to put my anchor in Christ. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are online, the instructions are scrolling on the, on the screen. If you have a card, God bless you right there at the back. God bless you. If you have a card, you can put, put down your hand. It's okay. If you have a card, you can put down your hand and cry to God. Cry to God. Cry to God. There's a hand right there at the back. Can't you see that hand? If you don't have a card, please keep the hands up until you get a card. I surrender to you, Jesus. 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 Father, we pray for everyone that has lifted up their hands, they've received this card, they've, they've, they've cried to you. Lord Jesus, make your word good. Save them. Cleanse them. Deliver them. Empower them to take their roots in you so that they can bear their fruits upwards. Let your name be glorified in their lives. Let your name be glorified in their lives. Let your name be glorified in their lives. And the rest of us, I want us to just talk to the Lord. I want you to just say to the Lord, I won't doubt you again, regardless of what my timing says. I will not doubt your reliability, regardless, regardless, regardless of what my troubles say. I won't doubt your reliability, regardless of what my logic says. You are reliable by yourself. You are consistent. Go ahead, talk to God. You are consistent. Reliable, 
Name of the Lord. 